Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you're having a good day today so far. Um, hope that you have been listening and sharing. Uh, we appreciate the downloads and appreciate the shares. Do be sure to reach out to us, though, at Dr. Jonathan at Grace in the Shadows OR.org. Our website, Grace in the Shadows OR.org. And you can also call us at 251 244 4660. We'd love to hear from you. So thankful. And who are we shouting out to today? Riverside, California. All right, Riverside. Thank you so much for listening and sharing and downloading. We appreciate it. So today, what are we talking about? You know, why does God allow all these struggles in life? Struggles? We don't ever struggle. No. Life's so easy. Especially Life is so easy. You come to know Jesus and the world just gets, it's just so easy. I mean, yeah. no problems. Yeah. And those of you that know us know that we're not telling the truth. <laughs> if you've listened to any of the past. Yeah. Things. Yeah. And also we, we like, I don't know, we call it the Beeler way <laughs> because uh, if something's going to happen, it's going to happen to us. <laughs> Many struggles and and trials and tribulations, uh, some of them funny. Um, One time we were moving and we ended up with bed bugs in our hotel room. We lived in a hotel room for a couple of weeks while we were waiting for our, our townhouse to be ready. And yeah, we ended up with bed bugs. And we were like, okay, we're not going to question God whether we should be here or not. We're just going to go on and move on. And we did and ended up to be a, a good experience after the bed bugs were gone. But, yeah, funny things happen to us. You're making me itch. I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, maybe making everybody else. Okay, put that out of your mind now. All right. All right, struggles. Well, God, you know, why does God allow us to go through this stuff? Well, I think, number one, God allows us to struggle mm-hmm. to make us more dependent, reliant. Mm-hmm. upon Jesus. And, you know, I hear people say all the time, well, God's not going to give you anything that you can't handle. Where's that in the Bible? Well, you know, we sat down with, years ago, we sat down with one of our pastors, uh, Brother Andy, and we asked Brother him. Brother Andy Hepner. Yeah, and we asked him that question. And he told us, he said, that's not in the Bible. And my feelings yeah. were hurt because I had thought all my life, that God wasn't going to give me anything. Do you I see can how Satan can really twist? Yes. I mean, my feelings were hurt. And I, I thought, thought that too. I preached yeah, on that verse. Yeah. And and it's, I, not in the Bible. it's not the Bible. <laughs> and I told him, surely not. Surely not. But then he taught us. And like we've learned in our own lives that sometimes God will put things in our lives that we can't handle so that we turn and depend upon him. You know, pride is a big issue. True. That's the main reason people don't come to know Jesus. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've seen 80-year-olds get saved. Oh, yes. But that's far and few between. The older you get, a lot of times Harder. the more prideful you get. Yeah, yeah. That's why I vacation Bible school and, and you know, things like that are mm-hmm. always so big because so many times Christian, I mean, children are more susceptible and open to Jesus than adults. They are. Their yeah. hearts are soft. They're innocent. Right, yeah. yeah. When we look at this, and I think the Apostle Paul would say amen to this mm-hmm. because uh, he was very proud. Yeah. Before he came to know Christ, he oh, was he a was. Pharisee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tribe of Benjamin and mm-hmm. all that stuff. He was a uh, persecuted the church. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Second Corinthians chapter twelve, seven through ten, Paul states, uh, "So to keep me from becoming conceited or prideful, mm-hmm. uh, because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given to me, mm. a messenger of Satan to harass me, keep me from becoming conceited." 
Three times I pleaded. He prayed to the Lord mm -hmm. about this, that he would take it away. But he said, my grace is sufficient for you, mm -hmm. for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecution, calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Very true. Yeah. So Paul had some kind of physical or emotional, mental ailment. We don't know what it is. We don't know what it was. It was a messenger Satan. Yeah. So God allowed, he permitted some demon. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, yeah. To, to really stick it. Right. Uh, it could have been a physical illness. Right. Could have been a mental health thing. It could yeah. have been a sin. Mm -hmm. That it, he struggled with. It could have been eye problems. We don't know. We don't know. And you often say the reason why we don't know is because then we would be prevalent because we would say, oh, we've got, what, got Paul what Paul has. has. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, definitely. So, you know, God allows th this struggle so that we're humbled, mm -hmm. so that we see our need to come to him. Right. Because if, if we didn't struggle, we wouldn't realize that we need him. And I think someday when we go to heaven, the, cur the things that we think we were cursed with. Mm -hmm thorns in the flesh. Mm -hmm. God's going to say, no, that was that was for the crown I'm giving you. It was a blessing. It was a blessing because you would have never known me and you mm -hmm. wouldn't be here unless I allowed that thorn to be there. That's true. Lars Story has a story called a, a song called Blessings. If mm -hmm. you've never listened to it, make sure you listen to it because that talks about just that, that mm -hmm. things that are hardships end up becoming a blessing in our life. And isn't that what the entire Bible is kind of talking about? Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it's pointing to Jesus, right? But every one of these people found God when they were at their lowest. True, that is very true. Well, the second reason I think is Jesus allows or permits us to struggle because it is the sin living in us. Mm. You know, as humans, we have a tendency to take credit belongs to God. That's true. And a lot of times, you know, even though our sin nature, we're born again with a new nature. Mm -hmm. Um, we still struggle with that old sin. Yeah, it creeps in. We remember our past. Mm -hmm. We remember the things we've done. Mm -hmm. And even when though we have a new nature and we have the power to move forward from it and move above it and mm -hmm. not sin because we're free. Right. We still struggle. Yeah. We still struggle. In Romans 7, 14, verse 20, Paul's talking about his own struggle with sin. Mm -hmm. He says, for we know that the law is spiritual. But I am of the flesh sold under sin, for I do not understand my actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Mm -hmm. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law. That is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. Mm -hmm. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. Mm -hmm. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I do it, but sin that dwells in me. Do you think he did that just for a tongue twister? Oh, I think he did that <laughs> for a tongue twister, but I also think he did that to stand out. So we would constantly go back to that scripture and be able to identify with it. Don't you? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it, it's so easy. Yes. To think we've we've made it. Oh, here we are. This is the best life's going to be. I never struggle with sin anymore. Right? right. Is it something I've done? 
something I've done has really risen above this. And as we look at this, you know, we we move forward and uh, we understand that the, there's a reason for the struggle. Mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis says that sometimes God will let you struggle with smaller sin to keep you from a bigger one, pride. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you will struggle so that you can only fall down and worship like Paul. Mm-hmm. Oh, wretched man that I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, And so, you know, struggles can be because God's growing us. Struggles can be due to sin in our life. Um, What else? God permits struggle so we can gain Christ. Mm -hmm. When we know that we cannot do this on our own, Mm -hmm. then we throw ourselves at the mercy of Christ. And that's exactly where he wants us. Definitely. Uh, the struggles point us to our need for Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, anything we gain in this world, we see it as rubbish compared to what Christ has for us. Very true. Uh, let me read you a verse of Philippians 3, 7 okay. to 11. But whatever gain I had, I counted as lost for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord. For his sake, I've suffered the loss of all things. And count them as rubbish Mm -hmm. in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Not having a righteousness of my own emphasis Mm -hmm. that comes from the law, but which comes through faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. The righteousness from God that depends on faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection Mm -hmm. and may share his sufferings become like him in death. And by any means possible attain the resurrection of the dead. Right. So basically this shows us that everything we have here, there's some, you know, we're thankful, Mm -hmm. but ultimately it's all rubbish. All our accomplishments, Mm -hmm. all our education, all the things we've tried to give us peace is all rubbish compared to what's coming in Jesus. Well, definitely. I mean, we can get all the awards in the world. We can get all the degrees in the world. We can get the top job and everything like that. But at the end of the day, when Jesus comes back, you know, or when we die, that's not going to matter. It's going, what's going to matter is, you know, the things we did for him. You know, a lot of people say, why do you waste your life for, for this, for faith, for your mm-hmm. faith? These the are unbelievers. It's yet to come. Well, well yeah. <laughs> Jim Elliott famously said this mm-hmm. when he, before he was martyred. Uh, obviously, he wouldn't have done it after he was martyred. Well, yeah. On the <laughs> That's cheap. Uh, okay. <laughs> he says this. He is no fool mm-hmm. who gives what he cannot keep to gain that which he cannot lose. Okay, say that again. All right. He is no fool mm-hmm. who gives what he cannot keep mm-hmm. to gain that which he cannot lose. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. That's amazing. And not not long after that, he was martyred, and he yeah. found that to be true uh, he, when he got in the presence of Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. And then his wife, he went to the Anka Indians. Mm-hmm. Took their baby child yeah. with him. Yes. Well, well, he was martyred by the— Right. Uh, a lot of people yeah. don't know who he is. That's right. He was— they were, You want to tell them? Well, yeah. They were missionaries and uh, two couples— Was it two or three couples? Three couples. Three couples were missionaries to the Aka Indians. And uh, this was an unreached people group. 
And they would take their airplane and would they started trying to reach out to them by flying and they would drop, you know, care packages and things like that. And they did that for a while and they felt maybe it would be a friendly situation. And so one day they decided to land and, you know, interact with them. And they ended up dying. Unfortunately, the three men did. Um, so they were martyred and uh, they had a young daughter and. What is, I just can't even imagine. But later on, Jim Elliott's wife, Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. she took her daughter and they went to the Aka people and ministered to them and lived with them and, you know, told them about Jesus. The very people that killed her husband and friends, and she takes her baby child and they go and they minister to them. And a lot of them got saved, including the one that martyred him. I just can't and, even imagine. And he even came, or he's passed on a couple of years ago. Right. He's with the Lord. Yeah. Um, but she even, like, he became part of their family. Yes. I just can't even imagine. But, you know, she probably couldn't have imagined it either. And God right. gave her that ability and the grace and the strength to do that, which is amazing. And that's only something. I don't think we can say we can do that unless no. we're in that situation. Oh, no. No. That, because that's, that takes extraordinary. Uh, yes. Power of God. Power, strength. Yeah. Uh, only from God could you be able to do that. Well, well, I hope you guys understand this and and, and get it. It, it. It's not easy to go through, but I think the suffering in our life is not in vain. The struggles right. in our life is a purpose. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think I know we can live a better life uh, focused on uh, pointing to, to the one who sits on the throne for his mm-hmm. glory. And ultimately, he can take our mass, turn it into... Um, for his glory, for for our good. Yes, yeah. definitely. He can definitely take our mess and turn it into a message. Yes. Absolutely. So if you're struggling today, you're having struggles, you're really having a hard time, call out to Jesus. You know, uh, reach out to a Christian friend that can pray with you. If you're really at the point of major struggles and, you know, starting to feel depressed, reach out to a Christian therapist. Reach out to us. We'd love to help you. So have a great day. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye.